Mine eyes have seen. For my eyes have seen your salvation, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory of your people, Israel. God, in his great and miraculous plan, did the impossible, as only God can do. He confounded the wise, he pushed past the logic, and adjoined his divine grace, affording us the answer to our deepest need, the need for a Savior. He sent a baby, his only son, to the earth in a way that none other would have, in a way that only God could have. He gave us Jesus. He gave us the light of the world, the Savior. He gave us the Christ. It is God with us, Emmanuel. Can you imagine the conversation in heaven? Can you hear the heart of God the Father? As he looked forward into the eternity, man would fall, and in so doing, he would write his own death sentence. Yet God, in his mercy, chose to blot out the power of sin, the grip of death, and the disgrace of all people. The plan of God would baffle the wise, feed the critics, and add mockery to the list of charges in those in authority. Heaven bellowed at the angels and summoned them to the throne room. They're laying out the charge of what was to come. The heaven rumbled with excitement, and the earth answered in reply. God would give the best that he had to rescue us from the throes of the enemy. He would send an offering, a sacrifice so complete that the work of redemption would be done for all time. He would send Jesus, a baby born to be raised into a man, to be the Lamb of Calvary. No one could have imagined what could unfold, yet their eyes would see salvation. On that day, Mary of Nazareth found herself in the presence of heaven's messenger, Gabriel. You, dearest daughter of the Most High God, are highly favored, and the Lord is with you. What could this mean? Do not be afraid. The Lord's favor is on you, and you will conceive and bear a son, and he shall be called Jesus. He will be great. He will be the Son of God. He is Emmanuel, and his kingdom will have no end. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you, and you will conceive and bear the Son of God. You will bring forth Jesus, the Savior of the world. How can this be? Me, favored by God? Me, Mary of Nazareth, 
chosen to fulfill the words of the prophet Isaiah, the virgin who, who bears a child, the sign of the ages that the Messiah has come. How could it be out of all the others he chose me? How could this be? I will praise you, O Lord, God of heaven. I pray that you do unto me according to your word. You, O Lord, are my God. I will rejoice in this, in the Savior, in my salvation, your Son coming to the world through me. I will see the face of the one long promised. I will hold the King of glory, the Redeemer. How could this be? I will not fear. I will hold on to your favor and to your grace. I pray for your presence to be ever near.
goodness of God in the land of the living. Here is the promise fulfilled. Here's the answered prayer. Here's my son, born of years of waiting and praying. My son, John, who will prepare the way for the Messiah. On that day, that blessed day, when I had carried my child for six months, Mary came to me with the story of Gabriel's visitation to her. At the sound of her voice, the mere sound of her voice, I knew the promise had come. Cousin, she said, I've heard your great news, and I must tell you what has been told to me. Immediately, the child within me leapt, and in that moment, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. We had prayed for this, believed for this, and it was happening in front of me. Blessed is Mary among women. Blessed is she who believes that God will fulfill the things that he has promised to do. The mother of my Lord visited me, Mary of Nazareth. My son will prepare the way for the Messiah. Her son will be the son of God. How can this be? Oh, how the people would talk. I could hear them. All the speculation and the doubt thrown directly at my Mary and me. How can this be, Lord? I'd always tried to live righteously and had chosen a woman who had done the same. How could this happen? That is all I could think until the Lord set me straight. God had favored her. And in favoring her, he was with her. And she was a part of the greatest plan of heaven. And I had a choice to make. I could leave quietly, causing her little shame. Or I could stand by her, believing God, believing her. I could stand with her and cover her. That was my choice. My choice was to follow God and to love Mary. Can you imagine the realization that I would be the earthly father of the Son of God? It is an overwhelming thought as I think of it now, but I would have it no other way. My choice was to honor God and his plan. Joseph, 
Did you lie awake confused Thinking about that small town scandal And what love's supposed to do And Joseph If you felt you'd been betrayed Still you didn't walk by feelings You chose to walk by faith, Joseph You couldn't take her as your wife But wouldn't let harm come to her You looked beyond the shame And stood between her and an angry world And you made no accusations So no one could raise a stone Did you feel so hurt, confused and all alone? Joseph, did you wake up and want to scream? God, are you really speaking through some angel in a dream? And Joseph, Did it all just seem absurd That your wife might be the one To fulfill the prophet's words, Joseph But you denied yourself or others Obeyed when nothing made much sense You were her strength and shelter On that road to Bethlehem And kneeling by the manger Bathed in soft starlight Did you know whose face you touched that whole night? Joseph, I hope to sit with you one day Hear you tell me all about the choices You were called to make Cause Joseph, it was you and no one else God trusted to take care of Mary and himself Joseph In those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. It was sometime in the middle of the night 
the inn was full, the taxes were due, and everyone came to town. But then this knock came at the door. I got up, staggering half asleep to the front room. I looked out, and there was a man with a young woman there. No room, I yelled. But he wouldn't stop knocking on the door. So I flung it open and fully prepared to tell him to leave. Then I saw her and realized that at any moment she was about to give birth. And I didn't want to be responsible for that happening in the streets. So I offered him all that I had, the barn. Yes, the barn. It was warm enough with all the animals, and it certainly seemed that they were grateful enough, so I left it to him. Somewhere in the middle of the night, a baby was born. Born in that barn, that would be a baby born in that barn that would be the savior of the world. Didn't have a clue. 
No, he didn't have a clue. He didn't have a clue. shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid i bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people today in the town of david a savior has been born to you he is christ the lord this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men who his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which ha which the Lord has told us about.
It was an ordinary night. Everything about it was normal, or so I thought. It was a beautiful sky, like the Black Sea, with stars like jewels sprinkling against the horizon. There was an occasional cloud that graced the moon and a wind that gently blew the cool across the trees. It was nothing extraordinary, so I drifted off to sleep among the breathing sounds of the animals at my charge. It was a perfect evening for a long rest. Suddenly, the sky filled up with the brightness of daylight, exploding into a thousand different directions. I stood straight up in the moment, fearful for what I was seeing, as there before me was an angel of the Lord. Don't fear, he said, and then and there he announced the birth of Christ and with the great company of angels that surrounded the sky. Can you imagine? Had I been anywhere else that night, well, I don't want to think of what I might have missed. We left and made the journey into Bethlehem, and there, just as we had been told, lay the Savior of the world. One minute I was sleeping on the ground, the next I was standing in the presence of a holy God. Now that's not so ordinary after all. Yeah, the Prince of Peace is 
standing at attention in honor of a holy God. Heaven had come to earth. Salvation had come. Long ago, the promise had been made, and there were those that were that believed God and had not given up and were expecting the Messiah to come. Their hope had been realized. Many had believed and stood in faith for the arrival of Jesus. On the eighth day, as is the custom, the child was taken for circumcision to the temple, and there he would offer up as the firstborn and considered to the Lord. He was the Lord's, but it was also for the purpose and for the fulfillment of the faithfulness of God's chosen people. I had been praying to see the Lord's Christ for many long years, waiting for the consolation of Jerusalem, waiting for the Messiah. Well, you see, God had promised me that I would not die before I saw him, that I would see the salvation of the Lord in my lifetime. <laughs> it was a day like no other. My spirit, something was stirring in there. Suddenly, I was compelled to go to temple, and I did just as the Spirit asked me. And there I saw him, with his mother and his father, the child, the Christ. I asked to hold him, just to envelop this promise in my arms. I knew in that moment that my eyes had seen the salvation of the Lord. A light for the revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of the people of Israel. My eyes had seen the provision of a Savior. I told Joseph and Mary, this one is the chosen one, the Redeemer, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. This was the promise.
I waited for that moment for all of my life. All I had left was the hope of the Lord in my life. And I remained in the presence of the Lord forever. I, I never left the temple again. I prayed and fasted and I waited, believing. That day when they brought him in for what would be the tradition of our culture, I saw him and I knew in that moment that this was the one whom God had sent. This was the Messiah. This was the Redeemer, long promised. I asked God to let me see him in my time. And there he was. He was right in front of me. I began to proclaim it to all who would hear. This, this is the redemption of Israel. I began to sing out loud in thanksgiving, knowing that we were free from the bondage of sin and death. Jesus had come. Jesus had come.
He came from heaven to earth, a gift from the earth to the cross, a purchase from the cross to the grave once and for all from the grave to new life, victory. He was born to die, born to give us eternal life. He became one of us and drew us to him. He understood us and loved us in spite of ourselves. That night in Bethlehem, destiny was unfolding, and redemption would be purchased in the process. How long does God's love endure? Forever. It was love that gave us Emmanuel, God with us. The word become flesh. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God for giving us a Savior. All we've lived in expectation For the one who brings salvation At last he's come Let us worship him this morning Bow our grateful hearts before him For the virgin's child who's born in The promised one Welcome heaven's king Let your voice in adoration Let your 
praise ring through the nations. The deep desire of all the ages is with us now. Deep in the placed and lonely, Christ the Lord, the Father's only Son has come to make a holy, joyful sound. Let our anthems rise. support. Um, thanks to Don and the worship team for leading us. Um, thanks to all these people who spent some time getting ready for this and doing costumes. Thank you, Kelly Pody. Amen. Yes, Lord. For organizing and coordinating and directing all of this. Um, let me close this all and we'll, we'll go out of here with the spirit of um, the miracle of the incarnation, the advent of our Lord, Emmanuel, God with us. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you came and walked among us, that the word became flesh, that we beheld the glory of God the Father most high in the life that you lived. Thank you, Father, we have a season to celebrate your intervention in history, your provision of a son to reconcile us to yourself, to make it possible for us to enter into your gates with joy and thanksgiving. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his birth. We thank you for his life and his death on the cross and his glorious resurrection. And we look forward to his coming again. We pray all these things in his name. Amen.